Welcome, Welcome back. back. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> That's my favorite line from that movie. It's a silent me. screen. <laughs> Welcome Fuck back me. to Silent Screaming Resurrected. Um, where we... Um, I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, where we watch, watch horror movies and give shitty reviews of them while we get increasingly it's more drunk. Fun. It's a lot of fun. Speaking of which, what are you drinking today? Today, my uh, sipping drink will be the long drink. Have you ever had a long drink? I have. So are I they, okay, I have a dumb question about long drinks. Are they all gin? Yes. Okay. What's the black one? I see you're drinking something in a black can. This is the extra strong one, I think. Yeah, strong. Damn. The extra strong one. And because I'm drinking gin, I don't even like gin, but I do like a long drink. I guess that's what I'm taking shots of, too. So we got Still Austin gin. Ooh, shout out to Still Austin. I yeah. met the owners oh. not too long ago. They're super awesome. And I also got some cranberry juice because I know I'm going to be a little wimpy. And I'm going to need a chaser wimpy. that isn't also gin. Um, mm. So what's so, what, what's you drinking? And um, you, so you so saw it. You showed it. I, sh- I, sh- I shot it. Um, I shot it. In, in the, <laughs> I we're shot it. Also, we're all both also like sick, or we both Tis have coughs. So like, so I still have the same cough from when we recorded like we recorded like three weeks ago. This is a new cough. I'm hoping it's not the vid. We're pretending it's not. Uh, yeah, it won't. Just don't. Yeah, don't manifest it. But all, everything that you see in my drink right now, if you're watching this on the video, this is all mm. vodka. Ooh, it's just vodka nice. So now I wanted to pour my Waterloo into it on camera just so you could get that ASMR experience. Ready? (laughs) Can you You hear it? Yeah. I did fully miss because I was looking at the mic. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is that good? It's good. Oh, yeah. It's good except for when you bang it into the microphone so you hear well, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I can't hear the microphone in my I can hear you in my headphones, but I can't hear the mic. Like I can't hear oh, myself. Shit. Oh shit. I don't think I can Which hear part? myself either, I guess. Okay. Well, as long as it's recording. <sighs> what yeah. you been doing since I last oh, saw you man. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um honestly I just feel like pretty much starting now till the end of the year, it's going to be crazy I am I just feel like every week at work I have some sort of event or some sort of like party everybody's having these holiday get-togethers and Mm -hmm. which is great but I'm also like how am I going to get anything done and then we're going on a vacation in the middle of December which is going to be also fantastic but oh right yeah to get anything done so I just feel like I've been trying to keep up with my day-to-day I felt so bad because I got home kind of late last night from work mm-hmm. and I was like in the process of ordering food and I had to order it right then and there. So Mason could pick it up on his way home. And then my mm-hmm. mom called me and then I was like, Oh, let me call you right back. And she's like, okay. And then for four hours later, she's like, just checking on you. You don't have to call me oh, back. No. I was like, Oh no, I felt so bad. I just, I can't, I'd, I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached to my body. I do that shit all the time. Actually, my mom probably does it more to me than I do it to her. She'll Aww. be like, I'll call you right back. And then, like, a three days later, later, I'm like, wow. 
<laughs> well, like, she did. She own. never said when she would call you back. She it's true. I'm like back. your only child. It's not that hard. <laughs> uh, what you been? What you been watching lately? Oh, you know, I was thinking about that earlier. I don't feel like I've really been watching much. This is not horror related. This is not horror, mm-hmm. horror related, but I have horror. been watching. Horror. I have been watching Love is Blind season three <laughs> gag. And I've also been watching Bachelor in Paradise gag. I can't, I can't stop though. It's like a drug. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so, I feel it's like- so addicting. I feel like love is scary, so it's it's on par that's with fair. horror. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I've seen the clip of that one guy from the season of Love is Blind putting, like, eye drops in his eyes so he could pretend like he was crying. Oh, like, yeah. That's truly, a like, a sociopath. So that's that's a horror moment for sure. Very um, much so. Well, well other than I've... that, I don't feel like I've, like, really had time to watch anything. I feel like I crammed so much into October just because it mm-hmm. was, you know, spooky season. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot that I want to watch, which we can talk about after you tell me what you've been watching. Yeah, well, I know we'll talk about some of this later, but like because we are talking about The Exorcist today, I was like, I should watch the rest of the movies in the Exorcist franchise, and I did. And there are four of them. Four, four. Techn- uh, there's like three and a half of them. I'll explain more later. Um, and then I was like, what else is an exorcism movie? So I watched, I think I'd already seen it and I don't think I realized it until like almost the end that I had seen it, that movie, um, the possession, I think, which is oh, the, yeah. like Ju- Jewish exorcist or like the, <laughs> the, 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 the demon in the box, like the, the Jewish box, like it's inside that the girl. Um, and as I was almost done with it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember watching this. I remember being underwhelmed. <laughs> and I was like, well, I just mm. watched it over again yep uh, and i watched pearl because i hadn't seen pearl yet mm, i haven't seen it either what did you think i really enjoyed it um i don't know if i enjoyed x more or pearl more but i really like them both i feel like pearl is like a better like movie i guess like it's more of like a like x was like a slasher like it was about mm. some people getting fucked by some elderly people, and that's pretty much the like extent of the like meaning right. behind it. Mm-hmm. And this was like watching like fucked up Wizard of Oz, um, with like weird like dream sequence stuff happening, and like really cool cinematography and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, okay, I really can I say a, a controversial opinion? Did you not like X? I did not like X. <gasps> I didn't I really like it. X. I thought it was too too much porn. Um, <laughs> I like I like the porn. Not that that's, I'm not like if I wanted to watch a porn, I would just go watch a porn. I was like, okay, when are we going to start killing people? It was just like a lot of a lot of sex. It was it was a it was a build up for sure, and it like when it started happening, it was like boom, 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 kind of like the sex. But, yeah, I'm like okay, um, like that's great and everything, but like I watched this to see people die. Well, I think you might like Pearl better then. Um, I definitely still want to like, watch it. Because there's that's like not why I'm like running out to watch it. Yeah, it's like less of a slasher than X, but like I feel like the the like story is going to be more satisfying for you. I liked it. Okay. I think we when the third one comes out, like we might do like a whole episode on those three movies. I think that'd be a good idea because there is going to be a sequel to X also um, called Maxine. Um, 
But yeah, and I also watched, I just finished The Lighthouse. Mm, that was slow. I mean, it was good, but it was slow. I truly just spent the whole movie being like, what the fuck am I watching? And like, why am I watching it? It kind of brought me back to like Baylor theater days where we were forced <laughs> to watch like a very like meaningful, like it was like a pomo. It had a lot of like layers to it and, and everyone bullshitted and class was like, oh, I really like felt this way when this part happened. And he said that particular thing that was like really intentional. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. You're like, I truly, ass. I truly spent the whole movie being like, what's actually happening and what's not happening. I'm not sure. Like, and Were I guess that's like... part of the point. <sighs> Well, that's the thing. I, 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 I think no matter who watches it, if you're, it's one of those movies where everyone's going to have a different experience because it's so like loosely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't and, know what I'm and, trying to say other than it's just, I feel like depending on who you are and how you interpret certain things, I think you would have a different experience than like myself or you, or you watching it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of one of the reasons I finally watched it is because people kept being like, "Oh, it's so gay," and it was like, "Oh, but they never like really gay did gay things." The, the gay stuff was so lightly suggested; it felt like yes. those those movies back in the day where people were like, "Oh, there's like gay stuff in it," and it's truly like a brush of the hand or like <laughs> stuff yeah, like that. Was, where I'm like, "Come on!" I, was, I mean, yeah. granted, there was a, a weird cum scene that I don't ever want to like watch again, um, but that. What was more uncomfortable, that or the scene in Call Me By Your Name with the peach? Oh, the scene in Call Me By Your Name, 100%. Also, (laughs) controversial opinion. If any gays are listening to our podcast, they'll probably stop listening now. But um, I hate that movie. I love that movie. Okay, well. Hate it. Hate it. Different an opinion. I finished it and was, like, mad. I was, like, Okay, what made you mad about it? Like, the representation piece of it? no. It was, I mean, like, again, like, the gay stuff, whatever. But it was, like, so fucking pretentious. And, like, it was this, like, kid who's, like, oh, I'm, like, well-read and I speak all of these languages. And, like, identify (laughs) with me. I'm, like, struggling in life. And, like, he clearly is, like, the most privileged person ever. And then, like, it's also, like, low-key, like, pedophile-y. Because I know he is, like, over the age of 18. But, like... It still like really feels not a good not a good age gap, and his parents were like kind of okay with it. And I was like, "Y'all, come on, what's going on here?" <laughs> um, but yeah, not my favorite. I did like the music though. I just wanted to like stop watching it the whole time I was watching uh-huh. it. Um, I liked it. I don't know. It I felt very age twenty four, but in a way that made me not happy. Mm. Um, I found it arousing. You, the, <laughs> the peach scene like is so deeply disturbing to me. <laughs> no, thank it's you. A, it's the sounds for me. Yeah, very ASMR. Very mukbang. I, I wonder if anyone ever did a YouTube video where they did like a role play as like someone from Call Me by Your Name. I'm sure. I'm we'll sure. We'll have to look did. it up. Actually, I don't know. I'm if sure. Yeah, I'm too. I'm afraid. I'm sure there's an <laughs> ASMR like eating a peach, like call me by your name video at some Sexually. somewhere. Some some stupid gay has done that somewhere on the internet. Oh, um. Sure. Anyways, 
But yeah, that's what I watched today. So you, is there anything oh. you're like looking forward to besides the holidays, which I'm sure we're all excited about? I'm, you know what? I'm really excited about my vacation. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. We're going on um, Virgin Voyages. Um, it'll be myself, yes. Mason, and my parents. And of course, as we've mentioned in previous episode, my sister. Sister. Yeah, I but like sister. that. Except I'm the sister. You can both right. be sisters. There's enough room for more than one star in the sky. I'm, I'm the brightest. Are there any movies that you're like, looking forward to in the near future um i'm really looking forward to the new exorcist movie that's gonna come out sometime next year i believe yeah it has it has uh and out and leslie odom jr in it and yeah someone else someone else i will say though i looked at the like promo uh poster for it and they they literally just photoshopped the original a uh, person that plays Reagan, I think her name's Jody something. Uh, they mm. literally just photoshopped her face onto, um, uh, like Linda Blair. New yeah, thank you. Why did I think her name was Jody? I'm making shit up. Mm-hmm. I'm just Linda Blair. Yeah, <laughs> they, I always remember so her bad. name. You should go look at it. It's not like a real movie poster. I, I may have seen like a fake one, but it looks so bad. So yeah, it's probably like worry. a fan, a fan edit or something. Um. Yeah, I always remember Linda Blair's name because she kind of looks like my mom when my mom was a kid. Oh. Um, and they're, they're both named Linda, so it's uh, okay. there. Well, there you go. And I'm also really looking forward to watching Wednesday. Yes! When is that I'm is really that excited about soon? That. I think it comes out next week or this week. Hmm. They, they're doing the Very press stoked. tour for it now, so I think it's going to be out on Netflix soon. But I'm I really very love... excited about that. I love Jenna, Jenna Ortega. Ortega. I'm super stoked for her. And Christina um, Ricci. Um, I'm really excited for that. Probably going to be very um, indie film, Bones and All. The one with Timothy oh, Chalamet. Oh, yeah. That looks good. That I'm looks, excited about that one. It does look good. And also, I think it is by the director of Call Me By Your Name. So, like, yeah. Oh, your faves. My favorite movie ever. Um, but he also directed the Suspiria remake, and I really loved that. So mm-hmm. um, I have I have high hopes, just content-wise, it sounds like a good one. I'm also excited about The Menu, which I think is finally coming out. I feel like it's, yeah. we've been talking about it for 100 years. Ooh, and also Megan. Megan is coming out Oh, Megan! Your new BFF. Her new BFF. Speaking of that, like, face fear about things that are almost people but not i feel it for megan oh yeah yeah what is Absolutely. that called? there was know. something else uh oh shit oh yeah i was gonna ask you have you seen the terrifier 2 yet no have you me either Mm-mm. i still want to see it together but i don't know when we're gonna be able to do that i know uncanny valley that's what i was thinking of never heard that's of why- it that's why people are afraid of like robots and stuff too, because they like can look almost human but not quite. You should write a horror movie that's called that. The Uncanny Valley. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure. And it's somewhere. a it's a town. It's a, ta- <laughs> it's a town that people live in, and they all just look a little off. Oh, a little mm-hmm. off. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like a family or a newlywed couple. They're like road tripping for their honeymoon and they stop for gas at a rest stop in Uncanny Valley. And okay, this is actually a true story. When we, me and my family were on a road trip, I don't, we were in like Arizona, somewhere in the desert uh-huh. on a road trip. Um, we were kids. I had to stop and use the restroom because I have to go to the bathroom like every other hour. So <laughs> we stop at this rest stop. It looks like a diner. Me and my mom and my sister, we walk in, and I'm not kidding you. You can ask my mother, and I'm I'm not, like, uh, exaggerating by any means. But we walk in, and it's one of those diners where it has, like, the round stools that everyone's sitting around the bar. And as soon as we walk in, everyone slowly just turned and looked at us. Slowly. Was there some, like, old old prospector man who was like, you ain't from around these parts. And like, no one said anything. It's like, as soon as we walked in, everyone stopped talking. So my mom was like, hurry up. We we went to the restroom so quickly. Like no one said a word while we were in the bathroom because the bathrooms were right off of the bar and we got the hell out of there. It was the creepiest experience. So you can like use that as inspiration in your uh, screen, right? Screenplay screen screen. What do they call it? Screenplay? Manuscript? Your screenplay? Your script? What do they call it, like, when you're writing a movie, though? Screenplay. Is it, uh, even though it's not a play? Yeah. Oh, a play uh, is a script. A play is a script, or a play is a Oh, it's a screen! Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Carry on! Okay, dumb question. Remember when you said you were the brightest star between you and Cam? <laughs> <laughs> I shine bright. My mind is not always bright. <laughs> I shine. <laughs> Damn it. Um, do we want to take a quick break and come back and talk about Le Exorcism? Le Exorcism, yes. To be, that was supposed to be French. It wasn't good, though. Le Exorcism. Exorcism. Okay. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after these short massages. Are you the pastor or priest of a church that is experiencing a low attendance? Have you tried scaring your congregation into the pews by telling them about how hot hell is and how God only loves you if you tithe and attend church every Sunday? Hi, I'm Gary Grimes, CEO of Something's Wrong with Reagan. At Something's Wrong with Reagan, we curate custom fear-based experiences that will have your congregants not only in church, but fighting for that front row seat. We utilize a three-step program. One, a trained actor will infiltrate the lives of your parishioners and will quickly gain their trust. Two, our actor will confess that they think there is a demon inside of them who got in because they hadn't been attending church regularly. And three, they will stage a horrific demonic possession in front of your congregants and will fake their own brutal demise. It's that simple. Call us today to fill those pews with trembling believers. Reach us at 666-666-6666. Something's wrong with Reagan, because fear-mongering is the easiest way to run a church and a business. 
Wait, what is the what is the, does this sound like? So, soundtrack um, score song sound like? Why uh, should I, I keep wanting? Today? I keep wanting to say, but that's Halloween. Same. I confuse them in my head too. What is There's it? like a really iconic yeah. sound for The Exorcist too. It'll come to me someday. Um, but today we're gonna talk about The Exorcist that I finally watched. He finally did it, y'all. I did it. I am 29 Yay. years old, and I finally watched The Exorcist all the way through. Wow. Um, wow. I'm proud of me. you. I should have got you a balloon. And on that note, we got oh, yeah, a shot. shot. A cele- celebratory shot. Um, I got gin, and I don't really like gin very much, so we're going to see. I don't know if I've ever taken one. a shot of gin. I, I don't remember the last time I did that, so... Um, as always, oh, I will be indulging in Deep Betty Lemon. Cheers to Cheers. exorcisms. Cheers. Love exorcisms. There's a little spinny guy on here. Mm. Aw, that's so cute. That was not bad. I did the whole thing this time. It's I not did that too. I don't like Deep Betty Lemon. I love it. It's just any kind of shot I take, it's just like that. I think it's a mental thing for me. You know what? Gin isn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going. No, wait. No, now it's bad. It was just delayed. Creep. I'm going to read the short uh, synopsis. That's the exorcist. That's on IMDb. It's only one sentence long, so it'll be really fast. <clears throat> okay. When a teenage girl is possessed by a mysterious entity. Her mother, Titty, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter. That's it. Um, That's what it was about. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. I will say I'm really glad that I rewatched it with you because I don't remember that whole thing like first half of the movie really i think my memory just goes to where she's already possessed because that's yeah. like the best part obviously and so re-watching it i'm like oh okay and this, and then going and like watching like the second and third one it kind of made a little more sense because they tie it in with that but yeah. i really enjoyed it too i would say like one out of ten i would give it a seven yeah I would say if I watched it at the time that it came out, which I couldn't because I did not exist, um, I would have been really scared, I feel like, because I think it was really, you know, revolutionary for that time. Like, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you no one had ever heard, like, a child being like, fuck me, like, in a movie Uh before, and was probably, like, really disturbed by that. Um, 100%. Because it was really gratuitous and like the language and stuff that was used so like very I, I feel like even for nowadays like that's fucked when you see that in a movie like especially if a kid is doing it yeah coming from a child well and i don't um, think exorcisms were really something that people talked a lot about yeah. i think that the movie itself really brought this like i don't want to say like popularity to exorcisms but it definitely and not even glorified them or um or anything like that, but it really just became like a, a craze almost. Like, like a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. That's I something I that... wanted to talk about too, because it's like, what, like, how do you feel about, because like, I feel like 
I mean, I've seen like the the inf- the the data that apparently after this movie came out, like a ton more mm-hmm. people were like requesting exorcisms and like having like fears that someone was possessed by a demon, and it really yeah. like reawakened this like fear of like those kinds of possession. When a lot of times, I would probably argue that it's every time that someone is claiming to be possessed, they're going through a mental health crisis. Yeah. Um, and I always wonder, like, with movies like this, like, what responsibility do, like, the creators of something like this share in that? Because, like, obviously they're not intending to make people, like, start calling their priests and be like, I'm afraid that my child needs to be, like, violently exercised. Um, but, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Because I feel like there should be creative liberty, but also, like, it definitely reawoken that, like... I would say, like, you know, the satanic panic, the before the satanic panic kind yeah. of happened. Um, it was kind of the first iteration of that in, like, recent history. Um, but, yeah, and I feel like there's so much lore around, like, when I was researching for trivia, which uh, y'all can catch in the bonus episode that'll come out a week bonus from today. Episode. Bonus episode. Um, I was, like, honestly very overwhelmed because there was so much. Mm-hmm. There's so much, like history around this movie that it's like well really and i think fucked. that's part of it too like to answer your question it's like okay my i guess my question to you would be do you think there would have been this uprise and in interest in exorcisms and this satanic panic if it didn't have all of this interesting backstory about what happened behind the scenes and you know the cursed uh rumors that yeah. this movie had like i think that that definitely played into it I feel like the general public probably still would have freaked out, but I think that is definitely like PR companies like playing into that um, because I'm sure they used it to market the movie. They're like, oh, like even if not like overtly market the movie, but like word on the street, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, did you hear that like nine people died during the making of this movie? Dang it, I just gave you one of my trivia questions away. Um, we're gonna uh, nine. strike that strike that from the record. <laughs> Um, did you hear that a bunch of people? T- I'm going to pretend, hopefully you'll be too drunk and you'll just not yeah, even remember. Yeah, I'm going to do another shot between now and then, so I probably won't even remember. Do we want to do another one right now? Bonus shot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready wherever you are. That's why we record virtually. You ready? You do another one? Yeah. Bonus shot yeah. to make you forget. <laughs> forget and forget. Hold on, let me do that. Oh, that was really big. I'm going to make it a little smaller. It's too big. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. This is my shit. Okay, it's gonna be like this. Are you gonna open it? What first? do they say? <laughs> um, uh, what's the uh, Jewish thing that they say? Lachaim. Lachaim to life. To life, fiddler on the roof. Ugh. <coughs> oh yeah, baby. Lachaim. Um, but yeah. I feel like there's, I don't feel like any one person is responsible, kind of like with the satanic panic that happened in like the late 90s or late 80s, early 90s. Like, well, I don't you think can't any blame one it person. on one person. Like, you ha- you're responsible for your own actions, right? Like, they made a movie. Yeah, it's kind of like was, for seemingly. us, the most relatable thing for us is going to be like Clown Gate. Like, remember when there were all the clowns? Oh my gosh, yes. How crazy. I listened to a, 
I listened to a podcast about that, and, like, apparently there was almost, like, zero, like, criminal cases involving those kinds of activities anywhere. And, like, the reported cases were so few, and it was mostly, like, kids just being fuckwads. So there was honestly, like, it... It had this, like, domino effect is, like, you saw the news about it, and so some other kid was like, I'm going to go be a fuckwad and do it outside now, too. Mm-hmm. And so it really it was just, like, people hearing that and then creating what they were hearing already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember. At least here in Austin, we had that, like, gasoline shortage. I think mm-hmm. it was whenever there was the uh, hurricane in Houston, maybe, or is it yep. Louisiana? Maybe Hurricane Harvey. It was in it was Houston, Harvey. Yeah, it was. I remember okay. that too. So yeah, and it's like you know you have one news article that comes out that's like oh shortage of gas, like make, make sure you stock up, and then you drive by the gas station, you see that all the pumps are being used by people that are frantically trying to fill up and then you're like oh my gosh do i need to stop and get gas i don't need yeah. gas right now but should I? and then and then everybody just yeah creates panic and so i think like kind of like yeah people are like filling up buckets of gas and stuff yeah i saw yeah. that it, it truly was just a panic and i feel like this is probably the same thing like that definitely i don't think it was their responsibility but like at least now with horror movies i feel like they're not they don't have the same impact on audiences that they used to Mm-hmm. Um, I do really wish that horror movies would stop saying, like, based on a true story um, at the beginning of them when they're not, like, like The Conjuring or, like, even that movie The Possession that I just watched, the the one about the Jewish possession, like the Dybbuk, right. it said at the beginning that it was based on a true story. And, like, the amount of truth there has to be is like up to their interpretation so it could truly just be like someone bought a box that they thought had a demon in it and that's like it like that's all it is right well you could say that for any movie right like there's inspiration pulled from Mm -hmm. every movie that you watch right like yeah which is why that movie sorry what i was gonna say have you ever watched that movie (laughs) (laughs) so it happens when we're lagged yeah, we're lagged, and we also both can't hear our own voices, so, like, we're, like, uh, 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 the whole time. Um, I was going to say, first. did you ever... <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I was going to say, did you ever watch that movie, The Fourth Kind? I love that movie. It gave me the heebie-jeebies so yeah. bad, because I thought they were real recordings. Yeah, like, it said based on a true story, and then you find out that all those recordings that they show at the end are also not real. Like, they're not real. They just lied to us. But it said they us. were. I'm pretty sure I it know. said these are actual recordings, and you're listening, you're like, oh my god, there's a mom, Because there's no, there's no repercussion <laughs> for them, like, saying that. They're just making a right. movie. So, like, I spent that whole movie, like, trembling in fear, because I was like, this is real? <laughs> Oh my god, like, why are we talking about this? I literally still think it's real. I I refuse to believe that it's not real. That is a great movie. movie, That movie shook me to my core and made me really irrationally afraid of owls. I remember being very afraid of the presence of owls. Mm -hmm. Such a good movie. I love that movie. Anyways, back to The Exorcist. Yeah. (laughs) Back to The Exorcist. Um, Yeah, I really liked it. I feel like it 
personally, I don't think it's like, and maybe if I had watched it under different circumstances, we also full disclosure audience, we watched it in like full light with our two dogs that were fighting the whole time that we had to constantly like pull them apart. Play fighting, play fighting, play fighting, having a great time, but distracting us. Um, so I feel like maybe in a different circumstance, I would have been more scared. Yeah. But like, I don't find it particularly like scary, especially now. I think because the like shock factor has worn off of like the kids saying all the fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, that I think that would have been really scary, like if I was newer to horror movies. Um, Absolutely, but not as well, much anymore. I, I disagree in the fact where I okay when we watched it the other day together, it wasn't scary one because I had seen it before and two because of the circumstances, but because yeah. I was raised in a pretty strict Catholic household and mm-hmm. was brought up in the Catholic Church, went to church twice a week, uh, went to a private Catholic school where we were forced to learn, you know, the, you know, take theology courses and we, you know, all, all of the things, um, mm-hmm. I grew up really believing. And like, I think still a, a part of me does still believe in certain aspects of, uh, religion, like yeah. demons. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, evil. Um, so I think for me, it, it, it like hits deeper. And I think I said this too in another episode, like demonic movies and movies that center around demons really just strike a different chord with me than other horror movies because like it's basically yeah. part of my DNA, whether I like it or not. Like I still like the little kid inside me still believes like if I'm, I'm bad or do something bad, then like Satan's going to come and punish me or I'm going to go to hell and like yeah. suffer forever and eternity. And so when I watch movies like the exorcist, I don't know. I like, I still feel that fear in a different way. Now that I'm an adult than when I watched it for the first time when I was a lot younger, which I had no business watching it when I was a kid, but yeah, I can definitely understand the panic behind it, especially for when it was released. What was it like? 73, 1973. Something, yeah. I have it up on IMDb. 73, 79. And I think the the Catholic church, like it was totally different than what it is now. Like, I think so many people were part of the Catholic church or a part of some kind of, you know, like, uh, organized religion. And Mm -hmm. I think that it just, it hit different. Like I, if they came out with the exorcist now, which I know they're about to, but it's a little different because it's kind of a remake. I, I think it's a remake. I don't think it's like a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. But I I don't know. I, I don't I think if it came out the seventy three version came out nowadays, I just don't think it would have the same impact. Impact. But yeah. 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 And I'm surprised that it didn't I mean, I think that's probably one of the differences between like being raised like very Protestant Christian versus being raised very Catholic is because like demon movies have always scared me, but like demons in the abstract, not like demons like this is a demon in this girl and this priest is going to come get rid of it because like for, for me growing up, like non-denominational Christian demons were always like a weird abstract idea, not like something that would usually come and like invade someone's body. And if that did happen, mm. which like, I remember one girl saying that she was possessed by a demon at like a church camp and like crawling on all fours, like backwards on the floor of the, lo- the cabin. And she ended up just like really wanting attention. She really wanted attention. And also like, 
definitely had some mental health things going on. Um, and I remember that really freaked me out, but like, sorry, you're like, hold on. I laugh because I straight up did that too, though. <laughs> but you were I'm like, like obviously pretending like this girl would probably to this day be like, yeah. I was possessed by a demon. Um, she had some, some issues for sure. We know um, someone but, we used to work with. I won't say her name on the podcast, but we have a mutual friend who has disclosed to me that she a hundred percent believes she was possessed by a demon. We'll talk Ooh, offline. I'll, I'll ask you offline who that might be. <laughs> that is crazy. She um, told me this whole like, story. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I don't, I don't want to say like definitively, I don't think that they're real, but I also don't like, I, I always felt like if there was like some great evil out there, like the devil or something, he doesn't like present himself in like this, like kooky, like spinning head, vomiting pea soup kind of way. It's more like yeah, just like yeah. convincing you to like treat people like shit and like to be a or murdering bad people person. exactly <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, like evil does exist. It's just not in the way that Hollywood portrays it. Uh, right, exactly. I have actually two demon stories. Ooh. Um, one's one's like more serious and one's silly. I'll tell you the silly one first because it's funny, and then I have a follow up thought. Because it's something you said earlier, and just rem- remind me. I gotta ask you about the follow-up thought mm-hmm. because those two shots are hitting me. But the funny <laughs> one is, I my mom had bought me this like hip-hop uh, CD from like Target, right? And it was like the worst. Like I, I say, the worst. But they're still bops. Like Tootsie Roll was on there. Uh, the song that goes like, let me ride that donkey, donkey, let me ride that donkey, donkey. Like that was on there. Like it was like, they were bops, but like, it wasn't like, it was like covers of those. Anyway. So mm-hmm. I was a teenager, like I was probably like 13 maybe at the time. And I was listening to it and I gave my mom attitude and she was like, you're listening to Satan's music. My mom's going to kill me because she listens to this podcast, but she's like, you're listening to Satan's music. That's why you have that attitude. I'm getting rid of this CD. And I was so pissed because I loved that CD. And I was like, okay. In my head, I was like, Lulu. I was like, you think I'm possessed by a demon? I'll show you. I'll show you that I'm possessed by a demon. So I literally, I'm, I'm cuckoo. So I locked myself in my room. I turned all the lights off. And when she came in, I started growling at her. <laughs> to scare her because oh, I was like okay she thinks I'm pos- quote unquote possessed and like that's that I'm Satan listening to Satan's music so I wanted to scare her because I was being a little brat I was not a good child but I would like lock my I would like like perch up on my bed and I was like like growling at her she's like you she wouldn't come into the room because I think she was kind of scared she's like you better stop it <laughs> you better stop and finally, I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And I'm like, the, the jig was up. But I, like, pretended oh my to be God. possessed. The second I one. And this love oh, that story. I'm sorry. That's so good. <laughs> I feel so bad for your mom. Bra- I feel bad, too, because, honestly, if I had a kid <laughs> and they did that, I would be like, the power of Christ compels you. You demon like your child. Mama's- your mom is such a sweetheart. <laughs> she really is. She did not deserve that. But, you know, you're when you're a teenager, you're hormonal. You don't know what you're, you're doing most of the time. <laughs> um, my second story, this one is actually kind of serious. Um, and I don't know if my family would be comfortable of me talking about it. My family thinks that it was some kind of possession. 
And maybe, I, I don't know who's to say, I was not there, but you hear stories like that coming from people you're very close to, especially at the time when I heard the story, I was so young. And I remember like having that feeling in my gut, like, wow, like the devil is real. And mm-hmm. now looking back, I'm like, okay, like he did have issues. He, you know, I, again, like who's to say, but I, I don't know. I just think that like, you hear stories like that from people you're really close to, like I said, and you you want to believe that because they believe that. And so mm-hmm. I think maybe when I watch demonic movies, I'm like, okay, I know someone who believes in that. Therefore, like I kind of was grown up to believe in that. And I think that's why kind of circling back, mm-hmm. closing the loop. I think a lot of it comes from my upbringing. Why I'm so scared. Of that makes movies. sense. Yeah. I don't know why I'm not more scared of them. I think that maybe, like I said, the, protestant aspect maybe makes it a little different but also like i think maybe i'm desensitized now and my beliefs have morphed in in a way where i like kind of perceive evil and hell or the potential concept of that so differently if at all um that like it doesn't hold as much power over me anymore um so i think that's why maybe it doesn't scare me as much the like once every once in a while like a movie will really get to me like evil dead the remake that gets to me every time i watch it what what about um, that though gets to you? I don't know. Like, I mean, is there a specific part in the movie? I think it's just like the shock factor of it, and like the it's just like how it feels a lot more hopeless than a lot of other movie, horror movies do. I feel like um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just like the, the way that it was made and like the jump scares and all like the combination. It was like the perfect recipe for something that scared me. Um, again, I don't know if it was like the demon aspect particularly that scared me. It was just that movie as a whole freaked me out. And it was I really think you gratuitous. hit the nail on the head though, by saying that it was like the hopelessness of it. Cause they're out in the middle of nowhere. They tried to get out, but they couldn't get out cause there was a flood. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's just, yeah, because I, I, I don't know if you watch movies this way, but when I watch a horror movie for the first time, I'm always like, "Okay, like they're doing this. What would I be doing? Would I be doing the same mm-hmm. thing? Would I be doing something differently?" And like in that movie, like the characters do a lot of stupid shit, but once they yeah. end up where they are, <laughs> like I don't know how you would get out of that because you're truly trapped. Like there's no way. Um, I think I'm too much of an empath. I'm like, oh, I can see why she did that. <laughs> I just don't get why he, in that movie, that's a whole tangent, but, like, he, the, the nerdy guy with the glasses, like, fully reads the, like, Latin inscription in the, the book made of human skin out loud. Right. Like, why would you do that? No one does that. No one would do that. It's, like, wrapped in barbed wire. I don't read out loud either. Right. Yeah, I don't do that. Right. Like, no one would do that. Read it in your you head. You shouldn't do that. Oh, come. You should not do that. Um, but, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I think the acting was really good. I think... The little girl was a very good actress, and I, like, some of the facts that I'll give you now, just because I have a ton, um, and, like, I have some of them that are, will, will present themselves as trivia, but some won't, like, um, so I mentioned Jeffrey Dahmer earlier. Did you know that this movie and then Exorcist 3 are his favorite, were his favorite movies? I knew Exorcist 3 was. Yeah, apparently the both of them. But that's especially fucked up because I... So I watched all of the Exorcist movies, which I also want to talk to you about. Um, 
Exorcist 3 is the other good one. I don't think it's as good as The Exorcist, but it had moments in it where I was like, oh lord, oh shit. Like, there were some things Mm -hmm. that... I think it was the first movie to ever feature an old woman crawling on the ceiling. Um, Because that always freaks me out, a person crawling on the ceiling. It had to be the first time that ever happened. It was like the night... It was 1990 when that movie came out. Um, But do you know what the premise of Exorcist 3 is? Um, I actually started it today. Oh. But I'm not going to lie. I was sidetracked doing a million other things. I didn't really focus on I know it's primarily set in some kind of hospital. Yeah. And I won't give away the whole plot since you haven't, like, fully finished it. But the general premise is about a serial killer, which you find out pretty early, is about a serial killer who um, he injects his victims with like a peril like a, a tranquilizer that paralyzes them but makes they're still fully awake and can feel everything but it paralyzes their whole body so it makes sense why like jeffrey dahmer would like it yeah i just found that really interesting and yeah that's the only other one that i enjoyed did you watch exorcist 2 have you seen that movie oh that was so bad i don't it know it was so when it bad. came out when it came out, it was one of it was received as one of the worst movies ever made. It was which so fair. bad. It's so bad. I one of the things that will stick into my head is the sound, like the soundtrack that happens when you're flying with the demon. Um, yeah, I just remember a woman being like, "Okay, I'm glad you brought up the soundtrack because it is the most interesting music." <sighs> It wasn't good. It's just it wasn't even music. It was like mouth sounds. So. It's like, ah, yeah, it's not. It's, just, it's not the vibe. And I read an interview with the director, and he like talked about how he wanted to make a movie. He wanted the sequel to be the antithesis of Exorcist One because he wanted it to be like not as dark. He wanted it to be like full of hope, and like and. That was very clear that that's what he tried to do, but also, like, he realized as soon as the movie was released that he had made a mistake because, like, his audience was, like, <laughs> they're only coming back to the theater to see... Someone had told him, I think it was, like, um, Stanley Kubrick or some other, like, really well-known director was, like, the only way that this movie is going to be well-received is if it's more fucked up than Exorcist 1. Yeah. And, like, true. And yeah. he did the opposite of that, and, like... It truly it didn't land. It was truly nonsense. I didn't even know there could... was an actual exorcism in the movie. Like, there wasn't. There were, like, there were, like, flashbacks of, like, kind of exorcisms, but, like, not yeah. really an exorcism. Well, and they also added that creepy, so like, pedophile, pedophile aspect where, like, Reagan was supposed to be 16 in this movie. And yeah. there's, like, scenes where she, like, at the end where the, like, priest is kind of, like, transfixed on the demon, and, like, the demon's like, fuck me! And he, like, jumps on her and, like, starts, like, making out with her. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a child! What are you doing? Yeah. And I read yeah. some things about it, and apparently, like, the original script was a lot worse. Like, he, like, sexually assaults her in the original script, and both the actor, Linda Blair, and the actor who plays the priest were, like, absolutely fucking not. They're like, I'm not no doing that. Me, like, that truly makes no sense. And also, if you notice, Linda Blair doesn't wear <clears throat> any of the demon makeup in this movie. Yeah. 
Um, because one of her, like, she really didn't want to come back for a sequel. And one of her caveats was, I'll come back, but you're not putting me in that demon makeup again. I wonder why. I I think she just really hated the process. It was just really long. And also, like, Mm -hmm. it, I think people probably received her differently as, like, a regular human being after playing that character. Like, imagine, like, I'm sure her, like, peers made fun of her and were freaked out by her and all this stuff, so... That's fair. Um, she was very young when she made the first one, probably like maybe 13, 14. Yeah, she was she was young. But she said she'd only come back if they didn't do that to her. So that's why anytime you see like the full blown demon, it's not Not her. When, no. It's not her. It's like a body double. And then the scenes at the end where you see her as the demon, it's like sexy. It's like a sexy girl with like the demon eyes. And they, like, tried to justify that as, like, her seducing the priest. Mm. And I'm like, ew. Yucky. Gross. No. That's a child. To me, I'm like, okay, this movie is basically if the whole, like, first ten minutes of the actual, like, Exorcist was a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it was. It was mostly about Africa and, like, these visions. And they use, like, this hypnotism device that, like, blinks Mm -hmm. a light at them. Yeah, and it was uh, very, um, it was definitely more abstract, maybe a little bit. Um, I think it's worth watching because it's very bad, like in a funny way. Um, apparently the director and writer, because the the writer of the original book that The Exorcist is based on also wrote the screenplay for The Exorcist. They went mm-hmm. and saw this and like just cackled laughing the whole time because they thought it was so bad. And like. It was pretty bad. They, like, got kicked out of the premiere for it. No, actually, that was in the, the the fourth one. The one in the 2000s that got kicked out because they were laughing at it. Um, but, yeah, it's really bad. It's... I don't understand why it was made. Also, I was really confused because the actress that they cast as, like, her therapist looks just like her it's mom. like the mom! I thought it was the mom at first. And I was like, her mom's her therapist? Oh, wait. That's not her mom? So I have an, oh, wait. Where's I have her an mom? answer for that now. Do you know why okay. that is? So originally, no. if you notice, if you notice, the mom never appears in the movie. Uh-huh. Like, they're always like, oh, she's away, like, shooting a film. Right. Um, right. Apparently, originally, they wanted the mom to be, like, one of the main characters again. So they cast her to play the mom, because she looks so much like the mom. And they're like, well, like, what if we reoriented the script to make it, like, a therapist? And that I way, mean, like... Does- it's still a motherly figure. Like, you can definitely yeah. get that sense that it's mom It just was so confusing character. to me. I was like, what is happening? This is this yeah. looks like the same woman. But the nanny was still around, and she was like, I wasn't around for a few years, and then I came back, and then, it, yeah, I, there was a, little, a lot of plot holes, and I'm like, y'all live in New York, and y'all have this, like, huge penthouse suite, but, like, also, like, for some reason... On your roof, you can just easily walk right off because there's not a railing. I don't know. There's just like, yeah, there's a only lot like, of questions. There's only like pieces of, of a railing. <laughs> only little pieces of a railing, but not all the way around. It was like, what the fuck is this? It was so, yeah, it was so weird. I don't know. And then there's the and whole then, like, controversy. And then the, the therapist's office, it was like all windows. I felt like I was in 13 Ghosts. And like, it was very like symmetrical and like geo like geometrical shapes and out I, I was 
like mentally, I was overstimulated. I think I don't know why the whole time all I could think of was Willy Wonka. I was like, why does this remind me of like the Chocolate Factory? That's what I thought of when I was therapist's office. Very like seventies though. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then there's the whole controversy around Exorcist Four, which mm, I, I thought is not worth it. Don't watch it. Okay, I thought that there were five movies because there's a movie called uh, The Exorcist: uh, The Beginning, and then there's a movie called Exorcist Dominion. And to me, mm. they looked like different movies, so I was like, "Oh, let's just watch both of them." And they're titled differently. They're titled completely differently, and like the promos look completely different. And so I just started the second one, and then I had to Google because I was like, "What the fuck?" Because like it's a lot of the same shots, it's the same main character. It's basically the the they pretend like the second movie doesn't happen, and it's the story of like. Max von Snydow, uh, like a younger actor playing him. It actually ended up being one of the Scars guards. I think the dad, uh, whatever his name was. But he oh, yeah. he played a younger version of Father Marin, that priest. But, and it was mm-hmm. like about his first interaction with the exorcist. And it's completely different than what we see in the second movie. It's like a whole new interaction. And like story-wise, it was interesting, but it wasn't a great movie. And... What happened was the the second one I watched out of the two of them was actually the first one made. So the producers and like the studio funded this movie and like he created this director created this whole thing with the one cast. And then like when it went to like whoever screens it before it goes to the general public, they were like, this isn't fucked up enough. Like it's not scary. It's more just like weird dialogue with like a demon character instead of like fight scenes which is what we really want to see is more like carnage and so Mm -hmm. they shelved it and they hired a new director to come in and basically like use some existing footage but then rewrite the story to be more fucked up and like to focus on more like demon carnage stuff um and they even recast some of the roles it said some of the people had conflicts so they couldn't come back. And some of the people like in support of the original director, like refused to come back. And so they remade it. And that's the first one I watched, which is like kind of, it felt very much like an early two thousands horror movie where it was like very formulaic and like had some weird demon stuff. Formulaic? I don't know. Just like, I feel like everything that wasn't like, memorable back then felt kind of the same like the grudge and the ring were like the two standouts but other things like i don't even know i I can't like pinpoint what it was probably because of alcohol but like it felt very much of a product of that time where it's like Mm. like the demon is doing this thing it did have a really good plot twist that i liked and didn't see coming um but otherwise should watch it Maybe I mean if you want to if you want to do it just to do it. If I want to waste two hours of my life, I would say personally I had a better time watching Exorcist the beginning, even though it was not as well received. Okay. So what happened was they released the the remake, which was more gory, and audience didn't like it. It got like pretty terrible reviews, which fair it wasn't like perfect. And so then the director of the original film was like, fuck you, I want to release my version because I bet your audiences will like it more. And spoiler alert, 
they didn't. <laughs> they felt about the same. That's what's wrong about, with men. Yeah, they felt about the same Everything's about both. So, yeah. There's a whole wah, industry. Wah. There's a whole, like, exorcist franchise that I feel like they're all a waste of time except for the third one. Which doesn't even, which apparently when it yeah. first was being made, didn't even have an exorcism in it. And then they were like, oh, I guess we need an exorcism. They literally were like, if you're going to call it the exorcism three or the exorcist three, um, we should probably add an exorcism in there. And so they hired a guy to play yeah. another priest and to come in and do an exorcism, like right near the end of the movie. That doesn't work. Spoiler alert. Um, but they did that jet. That's why they I don't get million- it. I don't get it. They spent millions well, of more dollars to do that. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah. Uh, but that would think- be like saying, oh, it's called the Hunger Games. But guess what? The, no they one's never ever play hungry. in the Hunger Games. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Hunger oh. Games, but like. We're all pretty full, so... You never see anyone eating. Um, Okay, I actually do have a question about The Exorcist, the original, the OG. Sure. Okay, I have kind of, like, multiple questions to my main question. This possibly... Is this, like, a Mandala? Is it Mandala? Mandala. Mandala. Sorry, I got the wrong verb. Uh, Verb, hello. Vowel. Um, This is why you don't drink in podcasts. Uh, <laughs> Mandela effect right when we were watching it's possible that I was very distracted by the dogs but was there ever a scene where she was like crawling backwards down the stairs no there's also are you going like, to talk about it in, in the trivia no I, oh, okay. I, I, read, I read about it though and I watched it because I remember I remember seeing that scene like in like a I video remember on that being like an something. iconic scene and like even even the new Exorcist movie that's coming out, that's like the poster is like her crawling backwards down the stairs where I'm like, I don't think that was ever actually in the movie. So why where did we get that? So it was okay, so there's apparently like several different versions of the Exorcist out there. There's like the cinematic okay. release. And I think that the one that's on HBO is pretty close to what the original cinematic release was like. And that's and what we a watched, version, right? Yeah. And then there's a version that came okay. out in the early 2000s. It's like the Exorcist, like, director's cut that had, I believe, don't quote me, that had that scene of her crawling backwards. The reason why it wasn't included in the original is because at the time... They didn't have the technology to edit out the wires of her crawling, like, uh, the things that were supporting the stunt actress. So I found it they, on YouTube, though. It's really bad. I watched it the other day. I was like, this is terrible. It doesn't look good. But what? Why would we have gotten this? If they took it out of the movie, is it just like... So when they re-released the movie in the early 2000s, they released a director's cut that had it because they now had the technology to edit out the strings... So they put it oh, back in. Oh, shit. I'm literally, I have it pulled up on my phone right now. <gasps> oh, my God. And she's, like, chasing them around with her tongue. It doesn't look good, Y'all, if you're listening to this, stop what you're doing. It doesn't look good, but, like, that's crazy. They should have left yeah, it Yeah, she's, there. like. I would have been okay with the strings. 
Oh. That was the one thing I was going to ask you earlier. That's not one thing you failed at. I said, remind me later to ask you about the follow-up question. Yes, I, I'm i glad I looked it up because, again, when I looked up trivia, there was like a million things, uh, truly a million things. So. This movie just has a lot, a lot of a lot. There's just it, what we see on screen, and then I'm sure there's like three times as much as what we don't know, but, you know, behind the scenes. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I just, that's why I love this movie, just because there's just so much. And I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if Satan is real... I think he may have had a had a part in some of these up and coming trivia questions that you're going to ask us in the next bonus episode. Well, I don't even think I really comment on most of the things, but like the the fact okay, that the whole <laughs> the fact that the whole set burned down except for Reagan's room, according to one account, and they had to rebuild the whole thing. That was one thing. Um, Can I ask you to confirm one thing? Mm-hmm. During the, because I said this, I think it was in, I think it was in our first episode. During the premiere of The Exorcist, is it true or false that lightning struck the cross across the street at a church during the premiere? I did not find anything that confirms this story. <laughs> However, okay, well, we'll just go with true then. Did lightning strike? I'm going to try to type. Uh, Church. Because I told a lot of people this, and I'll be very embarrassed. Did lightning strike a church? Even more chilling was an incident which occurred during the film's premiere in Rome. A 16th century church across the street from the theater was struck by lightning, causing its cross to fall to the ground. That was according to what that was according to whatculture.com. And I do see it in multiple articles. They're, so. they're reliable. Maybe. They're reliable. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. I'm gonna um, go with true. Do, That's totally do we have, true. Do we have anything else to say? I think Linda Glare Linda Glare? Linda Blair is an <laughs> is an icon. Linda Glare. Honestly, she is the only reason I stuck around for the entire second movie. I just think she's beautiful. And I think, honestly, she's stunning. I think if you are a child actor and you are going to play someone that is possessed by a demon, she did a fucking awesome job. Like, I just, I just think her performance in, in this movie is just, in the first one, is phenomenal. Do you know she was nominated for an Oscar? And you know what? I have a problem with the Oscars because they never want to give credit where credit is due when it comes to horror movies. I say that about the movie Hereditary too. Oh yeah, Tony Collette. That should robbed. She should have gotten something. At least a nomination. So apparently, Linda yeah. Blair got got nominated for an Oscar for her performance in this. But then, isn't she people, one of the youngest people to ever be nominated for an Oscar? At the time, I think she was the youngest person, but now I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I feel like Abigail okay. Breslin was nominated and probably some other kids, but yeah. um, what ended up basically sealing her faith that she wouldn't get the Oscar was because when she was nominated, the voice actress who did the demon voice, who was not her, mm. was uncredited in the film. So oh. Oscar judges or whoever decides those nominations thought that she did her own demon voice work. Oh, uh, so why they didn't they have her consider- do it, I wonder? 
Well, because I think they wanted the like shock factor of like this adult gravelly uh, like a deeper voice, voice. Okay. Coming out yeah, of a child. And like so apparently they like had art it was already too late, they'd already nominated her for the Oscar and they like couldn't retract it because they thought about retracting uh-huh. it, which I think is fucked. And though that sealed her faith that she wouldn't win, it's because she didn't contribute a hundred percent to that performance. But I think that's so stupid. I'm like that wasn't her choice, why does though. it matter? Why does it matter? Like she did right. an amazing job in every other aspect and she had to like fully deliver that performance underneath that voice that was added on still. Yeah, which arguably like, is more difficult. I feel like do we take Oscar nominations away from people who have stunt doubles? Like that's silly. I think that's very silly. Fair point. Fair point. We don't though. Fair point. We don't. I the don't. the Oscars though, like the Academy, whatever they're called, they just it's it's all politics. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. They say that the Academy though, votes, but like, who is the Academy? And like, I don't believe that. Though, if either of us ever find ourselves in a place where we could be nominated for an Oscar, strike all of okay. these words from the record. Um, we didn't say <laughs> that we lo- we love Daddy Oscar and all of his. Judges, Mr. Oscar, Mr. Yeah. Oscar. We love it there. It's my favorite, um, my favorite time of the year. So it's just the most wonderful time. <laughs> What's your favorite season? Awards. Awards. Um, yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, all in all, I had a good experience. Do I think it's the scariest movie ever made? No, at this point, no. But it was iconic at the time and was well made. And if you want to find out more about the movie, come to our bonus trivia episode next week. Come check it out. We're going to, we actually have a lot of really good facts about the movie, but I will also be talking about actual exorcisms. We'll be talking about it, you know, a a huge umbrella, the, which is the, the umbrella of exorcism. So come check it out because we have a lot of really cool, interesting things to tell you. Umbrella, Ella, Ella. Ella, Ella. I like how you said that we have some really great trivia about the movie when I'm the one who wrote it and you cannot confirm nor deny that what I brought today is good. So I can confirm because I trust you as a partner. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Thank you. So nice. Um, that's <laughs> it for today's episode. If you mm-hmm. like our podcast, Please follow us on Instagram at Silent Screaming Podcast and on TikTok, also at Silent Screaming Podcast. Yes. If you don't like our podcast, um, still follow us anyway. Find something different. And fuck your life. To follow. Uh, fuck your life. Um, <laughs> Bing bong. Have a wonderful week, and we'll yes. see you next time on Silent Screaming. Don't drink and podcast. Don't drink and podcast. Bye bye.